Welcome back, folks, to this week's episode of Three Peas in a Pod. My name's Canyon Smith. My name's Farrah Funderburk. And I'm Jasmine Gordon. Have you ever thought about your memory inside your brain and how you think back on your past experiences? Memory is a cool thing. We use it every single day in our daily lives. Memory is crazy because you don't even notice that you're using it. Whether you're remembering something that you said two seconds ago or something that happened 25 years ago. The world revolves around memory. Nobody can get through school without memory. Nobody can get to college without memory. And then no one can get a job without memory. Memory really does make the world go around. Our brains, um, our brains play a really good part in all of our memory. It has many different parts of it to memorizing things daily, memorizing things now and later and in the past. And That's a great example, Jasmine. In this episode of Three Peas in a Pod, we will be talking about our memory. First off, sensory memory. Sensory memory is a memory that registers information from the environment. An example of this is like playing the memory matching game. In elementary school, we would play the memory matching game where you would have to look at the cards for three seconds and then flip them over and try to match them. My personal example of having a sensory memory is whenever you're driving, you see the signs on the road. You get to look at them for maybe about three seconds, and then you have to remember maybe the speed limit, or if it was a yielding sign, or if there's deer crossing nearby. That always was tough for me, Jasmine. Fair, do you have anything? Um, My personal memory um, of a sensory memory was me and my siblings used to play a car game. We called it the ABC game. So, for example... We would say, um, on my way to Mama's house. Where's Mama's house at, Vera? I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. She so, lives in Charlotte. So Mama lived close lives, to you in Charlotte. Yes. So um, we played the ABC game, and um, for example, we would say I would start it out, and I would say, on my way to Mama's, I'm bringing apples, and then my sister would have to say, on my way to Mama's. I'm bringing apples and bananas. And then my brother would have to say, on my way to Momos, I'm bringing apples, bananas, and cards. And throughout the whole ABCs, you'd have to remember what each person said every single round of the game. So throughout the game, you have to keep repeating yourself and reminding yourself what happened before. Canyon, do you have a sensory memory? I do, but first, fair, that sure does sound hard. I don't know if I could ever play that game. That really does get your mind going. Mm-hmm. My personal example is, have y'all ever had to work at a restaurant and take orders? Oh, yes. Yeah. You betcha. It sure is hard stuff. I have to go to these tables, and I have to get all this order. These people get so mad if I get anything wrong. They have to go back to the kitchen and remember their drinks, food, condiments they need. It really does get my mind going. Then I'll get to the computer, and I have to start thinking about it. Is this the right order? Am I messing up? Have y'all, I mean, have y'all ever had that yeah, one? I can yeah, I relate to that, but it's really good to please the customer, so you've got to do it. Yeah. Next, we're going to talk about short-term memory. Short-term memory. Short-term memory is when you have a memory, and in the following days, you have to think back and try to get information from that memory. Yeah, it Some, quite is an active stage of memory. Sometimes, it'll take you a week to get that memory back. For example... Remember where you parked your car after coming out the store. And we've all had that day where you can't remember what you had for lunch the day before. Before that, with going to your car, 
Ah, oh, sure, I'm glad they made those honking buttons on those remotes. <laughs> they sure did help. My personal experience with short-term memory is when you have to memorize something for a presentation in class and you get really scared to do it, so you got to memorize it, and then you get up there and you've got to speak about it, and then a couple days later, you ain't, you're not going to remember it. Do you have anything to say, Pharaoh? Yeah, I have a similar example, actually. My short-term memory example is studying for a test. Um, I know everybody in high school isn't going to remember a thing when they graduate. Now, uh, using your short-term memory to study for a test is you're cramming it all in and you're trying to remember. You're looking at your notes, you're reading the night before, and you're trying to plug it into your brain so you know the day of the test what you're going to need. But then, a couple weeks after that test, I can't tell you a thing that I learned. Me neither. But doesn't it suck when you get on that test and you have to think back hard about what you were studying the night before? Yeah, but thankfully for my short-term memory, I usually can pull it back to what I was trying to remember. And but, get A's. Mm-hmm. Well, that sure is hard fair. Mm-hmm. And Jasmine, you had a great example also. For me, it's remembering faces and names. Just a few weeks ago, I was with my girlfriend at a funeral. And all the people came in to see the family, and I was trying to remember all those names. I still to this day go back and try to remember names and faces. And these people, they just came up and kept on saying, oh, this is my name, this is my name. I'm not good with faces and names, so it really, I really have to work hard on that. That's a great example. Um, next, we're going to talk about long-term memory. So the long-term memory is things that you are never going to forget, things that are absolutely imprinted in your brain. Wait, never forget? You can, you most likely will never forget these things. Well, that's just crazy. Isn't that crazy how the brain works it's like incredible. that? It's incredible. It's incredible. So, some things like long-term memories that you're most likely going to remember for the rest of your life are your birthday or the birthdays of the people that you love, that you hold close to your heart, that you love to celebrate with. I sure do love birthdays. Yeah, it's a great time to give presents. You can never forget your best friends or your boyfriends or your family's birthdays. They will be so mad. Another thing you can always remember is addresses. I'll never forget my first home address, and the home I live in now, I just recently moved into. It took me a while to remember it and get it implanted in my brain, but now I'll never forget it. The next thing you most likely will remember is phone numbers. Phone numbers stay imprinted in your brain for a long time. With the, day, with the way safe cell phones are used these days, you need to remember those numbers. Everybody uses cell phones, and especially if you get in a risky situation, you might need that number. You might use a payphone. You need to know those numbers. Phone numbers like your parents or 911 are the immediate phone numbers you have to remember just in case you don't have it written down and you need to go off your brain. It's very important in emergencies. So I have a personal example of long-term memories. My long-term memories that I know will be implanted in my brain forever is the manners that my parents taught me when I was younger. To say yes ma'am and no ma'am, and no sir, and yes sir. Things like that are going to be used in my life forever. You know, Fair, those manners should do, sure do go a long way. That's one of the top things schools look at when trying to get in. They always go back to your teachers and talk to them and look on those letters of recommendation to see what kind of person you are. Those manners can really help. Yep, the manners are something that I grow off of as I get older and just keep adding on and adding on to something that I've known ever since I was just a little kid. Jasmine, do you have any personal connections? Yes, I can relate. When I've had dreams as a child, um, I would remember them to this day. 
they dreams like just swimming with some friends and I can remember it explicitly and um it's just crazy how from when I was like 10 years old and I'm 17 now how I can remember it and every detail of it it's just really cool Canyon would you like to share a long-term experience I would love to Jasmine my long-term memory is hunt every year I get better and better at hunting and I have to add on from the year before each year, I learn new tips. I learn new traits that I'll never forget. For example, the first time me and my dad ever went hunting, I didn't know much. But this day, I've learned a lot from that day. For example, putting out decoys. I had no clue what I was doing at the start, but now I've watched so many videos and learned from so many experienced people, I just know exactly what to do every time. Or cleaning a gun, for example. Every time when I get done hunting, I go and clean my gun. Jasmine, do you want to elaborate? Um, yeah, I think every year we pick up on just new things that we will remember for the next year. But um, I think that this was a really good conversation and we learned a lot about memories. A lot about how we use memories in our everyday life and ever since we were a little child, growing up to being our 17-year-old selves. Well, you know what? That sure was a great talk, you guys. Memories are really cool that we use every day and we can learn so much from them. Yeah. Memories will always be there for us. Well, until next time, this was Three Three Peas in a Pod. And we'll see see you guys next week.